Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we'll be talking about what we can do when we feel hearts apart from the people in our lives and what we can do to ease the frustration within us when we're angry at the people that are close to us. The story that we'll be discussing this theme is called Why We Shout, and it comes from the book Wise Tales from the East, compiled by Uri Kaplan. Here's how it goes. An eminent Indian guru went down to wash in the Ganges River with his disciples. At the banks of the river, they noticed a family shouting at each other. The guru turned to his disciples and asked them, Why do you think this family is yelling so loudly? They're probably shouting because they're really angry, the disciples answered. But they're standing so close to one another, the guru pointed out. Do they really need to shout to be heard? Of course not, agreed the disciples. It's rather strange that we actually shout when we get angry. The reason we shout when we get angry, explained the guru, is not because we are standing far away from one another, but because our hearts are growing further apart. The angrier we come, the further apart our hearts get, and our voices have to cover that distance. That is why we shout. Love, however, is the exact opposite, continued the guru. When we love, our hearts grow closer, and all we have to do is whisper to be heard, he explained. Sometimes our love is boundless, and our hearts are so close to what we do that we don't need to speak at all. We can simply look into each other's eyes. The disciples nodded in agreement. This did indeed make a lot of sense. Therefore, when families fight, concluded the guru, they should not let their hearts get too far apart. Otherwise, one day, their hearts will be so distant that they will not be able to hear each other at all. This story is very poignant, especially at a time like this, where there is so much tension between different groups of people, between ourselves and the people in our lives, even within ourselves. It can often feel that being angry and shouting and raising our voices, raising our tempers, is the only way to get the message across. And this feels natural because when someone is angry, this is what we see. This is what we've gotten used to seeing in movies, in media, in the people around us, in our families. 
Because this exhibit of anger feels so natural and normal, we allow ourselves to express anger through shouting words and often through words that are not very nice and not very skillful. I myself, because this tendency is so deeply ingrained, know that usually when I feel the anger rising within me, I'm going to go down this road. And it is very, very hard to actually turn away once you're walking down this road, because that's just how we're trained to react. For example, it's really difficult to get to that point of boiling anger and not start shouting and not start using words that are mean and not start bringing up examples that you know are going to dig at someone else's sense of pride. But the way to kind of mitigate the situation, at least for myself, the only way to mitigate it is to become aware of how distant you feel with that person and realize that this distance is temporary and that with time you will close that distance, but perhaps now is not the time. You see, taking a break in those situations, taking a pause in those really heated conversations can make a very big difference in a person's relationship with another person. Because as soon as you realize you've reached that point of anger and you're about to launch into that shouting, into that exhibit of anger that you've seen so often that ultimately doesn't do a lot of good, you can pause and take some time to cool down, rewind, and let your heart remember why you like this person, the things they've done for you, their triumphs, their struggles, their successes. And hopefully this pause allows them to do that for you. And it's when your hearts are no longer so far apart from one another, and you've realized that through your actions and words, you've caused each other pain, and it's come to this point of conflict that is when you should start talking again and you should start actually communicating that you've done this, but I know you didn't mean it, but I'm hoping we could do things differently. Time and time again, this is something I also have to remind myself of because, of course, these deeply ingrained habits around anger and around how to deal with anger are very difficult to unlearn. But taking that pause and being aware of our own anger will make all the difference in handling situations like this. And another thing to remember, as evidenced in the end of the story, is that no relationship, no connection is so strong that it can never be broken, no matter what. There are many instances where people truly care for one another, but those connections no longer exist. And sometimes those people regret breaking those connections. Realizing the fragility of life 
and understanding that tomorrow may not be the same as today is really important in these conflicts as well, because it's very important never to underestimate how much damage having hearts that are so, so apart can do when having a conflict or an argument, which is inevitable because there's no way two people can ever be in sync every single day, whether it's your family member, your friend, your neighbor, your partner, whoever they are, people are always going to have these conflicts. But when our hearts are not in the right place, when we're not aware and attuned to the ups and downs, the struggles, the sheer humanity of the person in front of us, those conflicts can turn into bonfires and can destroy otherwise very cherished and important relationships in our lives. Of course, sometimes and oftentimes, the relationships that do get destroyed are meant to be destroyed because ultimately, in the long term, they were not very healthy for us. But for the ones that we know are healthy and the ones that nurture us and we know deep down that they have good intentions, but not just good intentions, but good intentions that translate into words, actions, and intentions that truly do benefit us, those people have to still be considered and appreciated. And it could be a very good thing to keep good, wise people in our lives very close instead of afar. And thus being aware of where our heart is in a conversation, how whether it's close or it's far, can really make a difference in how we handle the inevitable conflicts that come up and can save you so much heartache and pain because instead of regretting the words and the actions, you can think carefully about what you want to do and filled with love instead of anger and hatred, you can make sure that what you do and say is much more in line with who you want to be rather than who you thought you were in the past. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a beautiful, safe, and joyful week ahead of you. Until next week.